The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Good morning to you. Welcome in. We're talking law and order this morning. This is your program. So if you have any questions for the Murfreesboro Police Department, this is your opportunity. 615-893-1450. Did you get that? 615-893-1450. The Murfreesboro Police Chief is with us this morning, Michael Bowen. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Good to have you with us. Beautiful day out today. Yes, sir. It's one of those days that sort of feels like springtime is is approaching. And uh, also with us this morning, Lieutenant Clayton Williams. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Good to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you. With the change in season, uh, what what exciting happens around the police department? I, I know the daffodils are blooming and everything over there. <laughs> I thought, oh, uh, I thought you were making a joke about the cemetery there for a minute. Well, I, no, I wasn't meaning to, but <laughs> after I said that, I thought they have flowers there, too. But uh, This is the time of year. This area really has a, a lot of those daffodils around. And I think, seriously, around the police department, um, there's something about that area. Maybe it's the wetlands. Right. You, you attract a lot of beautiful daffodils, and it just feels like spring. Yeah, it does, and it's hard to believe that it's already March. It's. I'm ready for spring, though. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe. It's already. It just seems like. Uh, I don't know. The years go by quicker and quicker. Uh, we were talking uh, last night about how at the police department, typically around the mid-December towards the January, you'd have these lulls, and it had some downtime yeah. to do some proactive type stuff um, inside the office. And uh, th- those days are gone. It's just it never slows down anymore. So we're, we're a big city yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we really are. Yeah. A lot going on. A lot of good stuff going on. And one thing that, speaking of time flying, it seems like just the other day you were our next-door neighbors and had always been. Yeah. Our, it seems like our next-door neighbors. One, you were to our uh, right at one point, and then in the really older days, you were right in our backyard uh, so, over at the old city hall. So do you know how long it's been now? Uh, I hate it, to remember. It, it, in, in June since we've moved? It, it, it seems like maybe a couple of years at the most. It'll be five years. Five man. years, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Time yeah. moves on. Yeah. That, that's a little scary. <laughs> it is. It's very scary. It will be five years in June. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, for people who are new to the area, this really brought in a whole new area of uh, police work. It, uh, the it, facility it did. It has. It's. Uh, we've got. And, and well, you were able to take that tour here yeah. a few months ago, and it was uh, uh, definitely uh, put us in a position to uh, expand our capabilities and do uh, do things uh, related to crime activity that uh, previously weren't we weren't able to do. So uh, we've been uh, blessed and fortunate for the support that we get uh, in in our city, and then it's just. Uh, it continues to grow. Uh, we continue to uh, try and take advantage of new things, uh, new technologies as they come along, and try and uh, uh, make the jobs uh, more efficient for the police officers, detectives, because you know 
with the staffing shortages that you're seeing nationally, uh, just a better use of time and being able to be uh, more efficient in how we operate uh, is definitely a plus. We got a, a note from a listener who said something about uh, they had a, a, I think it was a parent who had disappeared and they were concerned about them and the police were so helpful uh, and just were there within just minutes. Yes, sir. So uh, you all are really on top of everything, helping people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of love for this community. Um, we got a, a story that uh, was on the other day. Uh, it's sort of an interesting switch on an assault case. Uh, and I think uh, Larry Flowers may have come up with this idea of calling it a, the, the angry French fry case at one of the fast food restaurants. Uh, they had an assault uh, from a, a an employee uh, that, that got angry and uh, assaulted some folks. Uh, and they got it all with their camera and everything, the uh, surveillance camera. It, are we seeing uh, increases in anger issues these days? Is is that one of the, is that something that's happening? I, th- I think that uh, I always go back to this. Are we getting more reports? Yes, but per population, per capita, is it increasing a lot? Not a lot. Uh, I think just uh, as you see increases in per- people coming to live in the city, you're going to have more reported incidents. So. I don't know that we're seeing a huge increase in that, but I, I know that uh, as the city grows, we're going to have more incidents just based on the size of our city. So, we're we're very fortunate to have the police department who is uh, really concerned with doing a good job. Yeah, yeah because uh, the, the, the city has grown so much. Uh, I remember uh, cleaning out the desk when we were, you know, talking about moving the other day, and you know. We had a project uh, where we were working on something. I just remember looking, and it was in the 90s, and we were talking about, you know, our projected gross is expecting to explode at 45,000 or whatever. So uh, I don't think any of us uh, could have predicted uh, the rate of growth and the amount of growth that we're seeing. And it's not a bad thing. It's just uh, just unprecedented. So We have a, a question here from a listener, and uh, they say, let me just sort of go over what they texted us says, uh, this text is for the Murfreesboro Police. I drive a school bus, and I keep getting blocked by construction during my route on Matherson Way. I'm not sure where that is, if you're familiar with that. says, uh, I have uh, called uh, much of uh, police at least uh, relieve me with taking my kids that I know that uh, they need to get to school. If I can't get through emergency vehicles, can't get through, who can I contact? Uh, so they're saying not only can the school bus not get through this construction area, but emergency vehicles cannot get through. What can be done about that? Uh, there's two options. You can go to our uh, website and click on the traffic thing. This isn't you know, like a, a speeding complaint or anything like that, but I would uh, I, I can tell Lieutenant Walker to be on the lookout for it. You can go to our website. Click on the uh, tab for uh, reporting a traffic complaint and type in the issue there, and then I'll talk to him this morning, tell him to be expecting that and to uh, see how we can help out with that situation. And that's Matthew's son. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not familiar. I'll with have that. to. Th- that's the first I've heard of that, but I, it, we don't mind looking at it. And uh, Lieutenant Walker's who I who I would assign it to. So uh, you can uh, the easiest way to get to him, like I said, click on that tab, type in what's happening, and then we will uh, we'll look and see what we can do. All righty, our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty, and that's something you can talk or text on, either one. 615-893-1450. Uh, a listener says that they ride motorcycles and they're sort of concerned about some legislation being proposed and wanted to get your opinion on it. Uh, the legislation is about uh, reducing the number of people who have to use motorcycle helmets. Uh, the, registra- the legislation would say if you're 21 or older and not insured by 10 care, then you don't have to wear a motorcycle helmet if you choose not to. Uh, and they're wanting to know, you see accidents, how important are motorcycle helmets? Very important. Uh, I understand the, the I, I, growing up, motorcycles was my thing. Uh, I, 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 I loved it, but, uh, and, I, and I understand the freedoms of uh, being able to ride without a helmet and, uh, you know, it adds a whole new element to riding motorcycles but uh to ride without a helmet it's just uh i i wouldn't even contemplate it because uh you're so exposed uh once you leave that motorcycle once you fall off of it there's there's just there's just so much at stake uh, and uh that's just something that i wouldn't do yeah and clayton you were a motorcyclist also you know we i could and several years on on our fatal accident crash team that you would encounter incidents where it you know not a doctor but seemingly survivable incidents would be compounded by either somebody not wearing a helmet not wearing it properly and it comes off or not wearing an actual dot approved helmet so you just increase your risk i mean tremendously by doing so and this has come up in the the, the state legislature it seems like it's almost every year now this right. this comes up that right. they but nothing's been done yet but uh, you know obviously we we support whatever the law is, but um, you know, we I think we would all agree that that's a it's definitely a benefit to people to have the helmet law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just look at things, you know, uh, you know, if you survive, you know, what are what additional medical bills are you taking on putting on yourself uh, because of that? You know, what kind of stressors are you putting on your family because they're having to help you because you got injured in this wreck that could have maybe been uh, less significant had you been wearing a helmet and i get it i, I know people want to uh, be able to go out and uh, enjoy themselves do things and ultimately it's up to the legislator whatever laws they pass are the ones that will enforce so larry flowers is also with us the public information officer and larry you see firsthand when you go out and you cover some of these tragic accidents that you come across uh you've seen firsthand the results of uh people uh, not using helmets or even with helmets on uh, that doesn't always do everything that you hope it would do yeah fortunately uh the recent motorcycle crashes that we've had i don't think any this year but last year i think all of those uh, uh riders were wearing helmets which is a good thing uh bart but uh it's just always a good time to remind people that you know i'd rather be safe than sorry so you know regardless of what this legislation may um, may bring, you know, it's always a good idea to wear that helmet. And this time of year with the weather turning more spring, 
Uh, people are going to be outside enjoying the weather. Uh, yeah. Can't blame them. It's a good time of the year to be outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so and, just uh, kind of backing up, uh, I think that's a perfect segue into uh, something else I wanted to talk about. So uh, we talked about motorcycle. The, the caller talked about traffic issues. Uh, so here, uh, a few months ago, we talked about the new reporting system for traffic accident or for traffic complaints and being able to go online and report those. So uh, what we've been able to do, and we started it on the 20th, I believe, was we were finally able to get our traffic unit up and running. So now uh, we had just a small handful of people that were uh, basically operating during the daytime hours. So we've uh, expanded our traffic enforcement unit to uh, encompass three shifts and to go on well into nighttime hours so i just want to encourage people that uh if you're having issues go to those uh uh, go to our website uh, click on that traffic complaint we've got a lieutenant we've got a couple supervisors working those units they're able to go through those complaints a lot of times you won't see enforcement immediately Uh, we have the capability to go into an area and uh, put up devices measure speed to see you know uh, time of day when uh, speeding events are occurring to see the percentage of cars that are speeding things like that so uh, the we'll address the complaints uh, we'll have to take uh, different approaches to each complaint but just know that uh, we're continually trying to expand that and uh, try to uh, uh, put ourselves in a better position to be better responsive when it comes to those traffic complaints both the uh, the safety issues and those uh, complaints that, that we continue to call quality of life type issues uh, loud mufflers uh, uh, loud noise things like that okay so we're not talking about uh, if you have an accident go to the website and fill out the form uh, and don't call the police. The police still come out there. You're talking about yeah. uh, when you see things that lead to problems. Yes, yeah, yeah. So if you come home from work every day and you see something happening on a regular basis that you feel like is a pattern of bad traffic, uh, uh, you see speeders on a certain road and, and it seems to be a constant program uh, problem, uh, report those. Now, if you're sitting... Uh, at an intersection, there's a guy doing donuts in the intersection, call immediately and we'll send somebody out immediately. But there's some things that are more chronic type problems that have, are long-term issues that uh, probably need some type of plan to be put in place to help address and resolve those issues. Now we've seen, I think most people who've watched the news on TV, they've seen that car doing donuts out in the street and doing races and what have you. Do we have that problem in Murfreesboro? Uh, Absolutely. I, th- I think you can go to certain areas. Now, to that scale, it's, it's on that scale, on that level, no. But you can go to certain areas of town, and you can see uh, on the roadway where you'll see tire patterns and on the pavement where people are involved in that type of activity. Uh, so that's something that uh, we definitely would like to know about if you see it happening in, in your community, uh, the section of the town that you live. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know that anybody. I don't know that any city is immune from that. Now, when did you begin this new traffic uh, reporting on the internet? On your website? I, I can't remember. It's been several months ago. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, but uh, it's it's something that uh, is going yeah. to be helping. Yeah. Uh, we have another question from a listener. This one is saying that they have seen that Nashville is having the license reading cameras and they seem to be working. Uh, Is Murfreesboro planning on that as well? 
Right. Now, that's uh, contingent on a, a council approval, but uh, that is a technology that uh, we uh, would like to pursue. I know that it's something that we will be uh, bringing up here in the very near future. Uh, I think there's a couple components that uh, that uh, we need to uh, look at, and, uh, cameras and uh, LPR systems being uh, being one of them. And Talk that, a little bit closer to your mic, if you I'm would. I'm sorry. Uh, there you go. <laughs> That, that'll help. And if, if you get real, everybody gets super yeah, close Larry's to your mic. Yeah, Larry's over here scolding me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I had that mic last time, and we oh, figured out oh, you how, how to make it work. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's right. So, 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 yeah, those technologies, and, and you're seeing more and more of it, and uh, and it really does help in, in so many ways in being able to identify vehicles and uh, being able to uh, investigate crimes. And... Uh, a lot of these things are really helping on the solvability side of things uh, 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 as far as following up on cases, things like that. And aren't they using those already in Smyrna and Laverne? Uh, Smyrna, I know. I Laverne, I'm not sure. I don't know if Laverne has any that they own. They may, there may be some in some of their developments and neighborhoods, but I know the city of Smyrna has started right. a, plan, a plan there. Yeah. You even have HOAs that buy those. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a... I think uh, there's some in Murfreesboro. Uh, right, right, right. So they're uh, they're pretty commonplace. Uh, so and and definitely it's something that we want to do, and we would like to have it to where uh, we can feed it into a centralized location to where uh, to where our investigators can get a hold of it. And uh, the, I know there's a lot of concern about privacy and issues like that. Uh, the way cameras and uh, LPRs to be utilized is if we have a case we would look at that information it's not something that we just randomly serve or that it's just something that we just watch 24 7 typically we have a case and we're like hey we need help with this case so let's go see what's what's in these databases that can potentially help us it's sort of help me remember this uh, several years ago it seemed like there were Murfreesboro police cars that had multiple cameras on the back hood, uh, of the you know the trunk. Lid. You're right, Bart. And technology has uh, uh, changed so much because uh, you said they were pretty huge devices that you'd mount on the hood or on the trunk, and and you would be able to uh, scan with those. And now the technology's gotten to the point to where you can uh, uh, certain vendors, like in the uh, in-car cameras they're lpr capable to where you can uh, use those and then we are using those on 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 the vehicle side of things you mean on the little camera that takes out the picture out of the front window yeah, yeah. is able to do that yes. wow yeah, well, yeah so a lot of technology changes and so you just have uh, uh, mobile units that are able to do that so how are those doing by the way because this is part of the new body camera it's it's a whole new system that's totally integrated right so the body cams uh They've been out since uh, end of last year, and we're we've still uh, uh, overwhelming majority of them have been issued. I think we still lack uh, maybe a, a couple of units getting those, but uh, so far the the feedback's been pretty positive on them. The footage is excellent. The ability to document and record these incidents it's 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 amazing how far technology's come and uh, the capabilities uh, uh, in recording those incidents that we're involved in. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be back and continue the conversation with our friends from the Murfreesboro Police Department. If you have a question, give us a call, 615 
893-1450. Dave Ramsey, America's most trusted money expert. The Dave Ramsey Show, live each day from 1 to 4 on WGNS Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Here at Music World and Drummer's Den, we've got the best drum and percussion brands in the world. Ludwig, Gretsch, Pearl, Yamaha, Zildjian, Meinl, DW. We've got a great lesson program for guitar, bass, drums, piano, and more. Hi, this is Dave Kivaniming. Give us a call, 615-893-4242 to get started. Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro. 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Jenny at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. For decades, Ryan's Flowers has been the good neighbor flower shop. Came across a lady like that, and it was on a chilly night. She almost didn't answer the door, and at the last minute she did. She was so happy. The look on her face is just overwhelming. Every order from Ryan's is for a good neighbor. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy, just a couple blocks off the square. Partial sunshine in store for this afternoon, a slight chance for a late-day shower, 78. Showers and storms, then likely tonight, some heavy rain possible, 57. I'm meteorologist Michael Caron, News Radio WGNS. Currently, 53 degrees. Good morning. People are still staring at these flashing lights as they come in from Wilson County at the Wilson County-Davidson County line on 40 going westbound. Still a lot of traffic volume making its way down certain parts of Robertson County right now. It got a little bit heavy earlier on 65 southbound, just uh, past the Portland exit. Traffic still pretty uh, slow at times, 65 south over here at Trinity Lane. Hey, Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested, top-shelf hemp products, edibles, flowers, concentrates. They're online for your order right now at Snapdragon 420. 20.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by anytime today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Hey, welcome back. We're talking law and order this morning. Visiting with us from the Murfreesboro Police Department, the Chief of Police, Michael Bowen, Lieutenant Clayton Williams, also with us this morning, and Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. If you have a question, 615-893-1450. Maybe it's a question dealing with the school zones or maybe it's questions about uh, traffic in the area around where you live, some problems that you're seeing. Whatever it might be, give us a call, 615-893-1450. If they can't find the answer for you, they can at least report your problem to the person who can do something about it. 
615-893-1450 is our number. This person uh, who's just texted us uh, is concerned. They say they have a child who goes to school at Blackman High School. And the other day, one of the volunteer wrestling coaches was uh, arrested. Uh, and, and they figured, since it's in the Murfreesboro area, in the city limits, that you all were probably involved in that. Uh, they're asking, how can they reduce that problem of having, because uh, the person was arrested and uh, on uh, something that was solicitation of sex with students. Uh, hopefully, that's not going to be a regular problem, but uh, Chief, what? Okay, uh, we got a little conversation going on here. <laughs> right. and, and what we were talking about, Bart, is a lot of a lot of the things that involve the county schools. Even mm-hmm. though they're in the city or handled by the county, you'll see that they do their own traffic control. They have their own SROs in the school. Uh, so I'm not familiar with that particular case. So okay, if okay. it's, I know, without getting into detail, I know we had something similar to that, but it had nothing to do with students, um, and it had nothing to do with the school. Um, yeah, that. <clears throat> and I, without having more information of which one they're what they're talking about, I don't want right, to okay. speak out of turn. And but, this one did have but, something to do with okay. he was charged uh, and, and was out on twenty thousand dollars bond. That could have been something the county was working on, uh, but I don't think we've had anything like that in recent times. Okay, our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. Uh, what about shoplifting? Shoplifting uh, seems to increase. This person said they saw somebody had taken a huge amount of merchandise from one of the stores over, I think they said Best Buy, uh, $1,200 or $1,300. That's a lot of uh, people are getting bold these days. I mean, that's right. not just stick something under your coat and leave. Right, and I think if you've ever... Uh, uh, for years, if you've ever looked at uh, businesses, you know the amount of internal thefts they have and the amount of shoplifting thefts. It's pretty. It's pretty shocking because ultimately that gets passed on to the consumer. Uh, I know that we uh, Larry does a pretty good job of posting all of these uh, uh, online whenever we have the uh, higher value value items being taken out of these businesses. Uh, and unfortunately, unfortunately, it's something that's not going to go away, but. Uh, with a lot of the the uh, theft uh, deterrents that businesses have put in place, uh, you know, we're able to get pretty good uh, images of individuals. And it's and, amazing and how the, clear those images are sometimes. And I, I'm I'm shocked that you would even try to steal something nowadays with the right. the technologies that these businesses have. Because uh, I think we've said it on this show before. Uh, you may have gotten away for the moment, but in the long term, you're going to get caught. It's, it's just a matter of looking into it. And a lot of these, <clears throat> we find that I was talking with some of our detectives the other day, and a lot of these, it takes a while to work these cases because they're not situations of, of hey, Joe Citizen walks in and steals. The, these are like pre-planned, like plotted team almost operations, and it takes a while to put all the dots together. But we work with other agencies in the area and also outside the state. Some of these, that that's all they do is travel around when they find a vulnerable spot or a weak spot in a certain business's uh, way that they do security controls on an item. And, and Best Buy is easy. I mean, $1,200 sounds like a lot, but with electronic de- <clears throat> devices and the cost of these items being what they are, it doesn't take long to add that up. So 
you may not see that uh, the end result of these because sometimes they take a long time but a lot of times we do have success in bringing those folks to justice sometimes when we hear about these reports happening uh, it almost sounds like they load up a, a cart full of merchandise and boldly rush through the door without going through the checkout aisle uh, is that pretty much what happens I think in this this particular case, he was just wearing a coat, and he actually put the things in his pockets, and so they were small items. So, you know, as he walked out the store, if somebody didn't see that happen or wasn't monitoring their camera, they wouldn't even have noticed. I mean, I mean, we've had a few isolated <clears throat> incidents of something like that at um, <clears throat> Sam's Club. I think yeah. last year we had an incident like that, but um, that that's not not as frequent here that we're seeing. Are there some programs? I, I know years past. There were occasionally programs to help local businesses uh, be aware of things they can do to reduce some of the risk of people stealing from you. Uh, is Do you still offer those programs? I, that's something I know, um, uh, I don't want to misspeak, but I know Chief Bowen is kind of working on uh, revamping our program. The, of We used to have something called crime-free housing. Um, we've kind of modified that a little bit, and I'll let him speak about it, about the vision of what that'll look like in the future to kind of to address things kind of kind of like that, but also with other businesses, places of of worship, uh, apartment. Com- it, it's going to come encompass a lot of things just to provide education and information to help those folks out. Yeah. So basically, Bart, remember uh, Sergeant Denton was responsible for Neighborhood Watch, Crime Prevention, plus the community outreach component of uh, our of our operations, and it just got to be where was uh, more work than any one person could do so basically uh, she excelled at uh, the community outreach and some of the uh, CPA the uh, in, uh, the community uh, based programs uh, uh, so we uh, added Sergeant Mike Turner to the uh, to the staff uh, to conduct uh, basically everything having to do with crime prevention business education things like that so he's in charge of that so uh, uh, he can be emailed, he can call for the police department for any type of uh, business training, any type of uh, uh, information that people uh, need regarding to crime prevention. Uh, he's, he's the go-to person. And plus, uh, as Clayton mentioned, uh, we've modified our crime-free housing program. We still want to have those partnerships with apartment complexes, with uh, uh, areas where other than residential areas. Uh, to help uh, assist with any issues they may be having, so he's taking on that as well. The uh, it, and it basically follows the whole concept uh, that we had with the original crime-free housing program, as far as partnership work and trying to prevent crime, trying to identify those uh, individuals causing problems, and trying to work with uh, those places to try to uh, uh, it, to correct the issues for lack for lack of better words. But it doesn't involve the component of. Uh, uh, there were certain standards that had to be met, and some of them had to uh, involved a lot of money, and some places just weren't being weren't able to participate in the program because of the huge financial investments. I mean, we're talking some places hundreds of thousands of dollars. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. To get to get uh, the the whole uh, sip it uh, the, the that type of uh, uh, stuff up and running. So uh, uh, we've modified it. We want everybody to be involved in it, and it's something, like I said, Mike Turner is definitely a resource to reach out to. He can be called. He works at uh, uh, 8 to 4 today. He'll be there, and uh, he can help out in any way. So if you have questions about training for businesses or if you have an apartment complex 
and would like to learn more about uh, making it more secure where you have less problems, call Murfreesboro Police. And I said sip, sip and I meant sip, Dad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hey, and uh, just circling back to that caller that uh, asked about the county thing, mm -hmm. if they're still listening, just have them call me at the office. My number is 615-849-2641. Okay. 615-849-2641. That's my direct number, and uh, I should be whenever I leave here, however much time it takes me to drive over there. I feel like I have left some questions unanswered on that one but i need some more information to do a follow-up so i don't mind uh, looking into that so very good our phone number 615-893-1450 and uh here's a, a listener who has a question dealing with potholes they say they see it every morning and it's on their way into work it's just a little one but it's getting bigger what can be done about that because uh they don't want to get their tires out of alignment my suggestion would be call to to call the street department and then uh depending on the location they'll they'll know who to contact and uh whether i don't know the roadway city county state whoever's responsible they'll be able to point uh that complaint in the right direction and take care of it okay uh, another question from a listener they say that they have people speeding in their neighborhood and they are still interested in getting some of those speed bumps uh, like they had put in a few years ago in another neighborhood, uh, is that still a possibility? It's still a possibility. That originates with the uh, traffic department, so uh, uh, all that gets initiated through them. And then, uh, of course, any information that they need, uh, uh, the traffic department that they need from us, traffic and engineering, they'll contact us and we'll help out any way we can. But I know that that's not just guaranteed for every applicant there has to be certain criteria that's met so that'll need to be researched and like i said uh, present your case for your neighborhood and and kind of okay kind of uh, go from there i'm sorry and uh here's another question we're getting a lot of questions this one's from a motorist who says they are uh, regularly on haynes drive just off of broad and they say that uh the traffic speed limit there is 30 miles an hour and it should be higher because certainly people are going faster than that. <laughs> and uh, always the police are there giving out tickets. Uh, they see traffic like that 35, 40 miles an hour in most other streets. Uh, what can be done to change that speed limit? Yeah, they, it's kind of like the speed bumps again. They would have to petition that through the engineering department. They would have to do conduct studies. They have certain criteria that has to be met before they would even consider raising that. But but they do study those from time to time to make sure that they are what they need to be. So yeah. if that's something that they feel like needs to be done, they should go through traffic engineering. Right. And I can tell you uh, just right off the bat that uh, certain roads through residential areas, things like that, they pretty much have an established speed limit that's, that's going to remain consistent for all neighborhoods. Okay. And for the people who live there, right. that's, that's uh, for their safety. Right, right. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. It'll be our final break, and we'll be back. And remember, when we come back, that'll be our final segment of the show. So if you have a question, don't put it off, because then you lose. That's 615-893-1450. Your choice of talking or texting. Either way, works fine. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. 
This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Athletics. WGNS AM, FM, online. We're at Adams Place talking with John Hood. What advice do you have for someone considering a move? Well, I would encourage him to check out Adams Place. Come and personally see the facilities, talk to the personnel, and get a true feel of Adams Place. I'm Terry Deal, Rutherford County's premier retirement community with all five levels of care. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If I could talk to the animals. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come in and do business with my family. As the weather gets worse and we spend more time indoors, give your pets additional enrichment. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of toys and entertainment for pets of most kinds. When you stop in to see us at Animal City, make sure to explore all two stories of our wonderful pets and pet supplies. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. Welcome back. Our number is 615-893-1450. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. Take control of your account management and energy consumption with the MyMTE app. Download the app from the, from the website there, and it'll help you with all sorts of things. Managing your account, improving your energy use, and much more. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. We're talking law and order this morning. Our phone number is 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. With us this morning, Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen, Lieutenant Clayton Williams, and PIO Larry Flowers. They have the answers to your questions this morning. So if you have a question dealing with law and order, give us a shout, 615-893-1450. Okay, now we're talking about uh, law and order, keeping everybody on track, keeping your neighborhood safer. And again, we uh, encourage you to check out the police department's website because one of the things that's uh, being offered on the website, if you see a problem, you can now go to the website and put it in there and it'll alert them that somebody's speeding in your neighborhood or a law is being broken that'll it's concerning the safety of your community right. uh, just anything like that right right and i think you kind of touched on it earlier if you see an immediate issue that needs to be addressed go ahead and call us then 
if you see chronic issues like uh, people speeding on a regular basis, things like that, that's something that may not require immediate attention, but you like a police response, then those are the type of complaints that uh, you would enter into the system, and we'd follow up and, like I said, do a do a study, put enforcement out, and try to help resolve those issues. But uh, definitely, if you see something that's uh, ongoing, that's life threatening, or something pretty immediately, definitely call us. Very good. We have a, a listener who's asking about the. Uh, police escorts for funerals are those still offered they are still offered and uh, of course those are just uh, depending on personnel levels uh, I know the uh, different agencies still offer that service uh, it's not to the level that we were able to do before because there's other demands for time right now but uh, when, when we're capable and able uh, able to do those we try to do those what do you and this is mostly a courtesy uh, that the people do when they pass a funeral but share that with us and how this community is perhaps different from others right you'll see a lot of people it's not required uh like if you're going out broad street uh and say you have a you're going outbound towards roselawn say you have a funeral in the right lane uh you'll see people that are coming inbound stop and that's a courtesy it's not a requirement so just uh uh keep that in mind and like i said it's just uh I think it just goes back to some of the traditions of, of our community, and you'll see it in other places as well. Just that courtesy, you know, when somebody's lost a loved one, people want to show show respect. So That's one of the neat things about this community. Right. It, it is. It really is. Now, are there some other things? You've got uh, the guns and hoses coming. Yeah, out. yeah. So uh, uh, just uh, love our uh, friends at the Merceboro Fire Rescue Department and uh, – uh, interim chief uh, mccluskey uh, but uh this weekend uh we do have the guns and hoses a basketball game and uh march 4th is at mtcs uh it's an open event where if you'd like to purchase a ticket and watch you can uh just know that all the benefits go to the american cancer society i think most of us have been touched by cancer we have uh co-workers uh family members that are uh, uh touched by cancer and uh nobody's immune from it uh, so uh feel it's a good cause uh, a lot of fun uh to uh, be able to compete with the uh, mfrd and uh, just a good event uh, family friendly event for anyone to attend and uh, we have another question this one's from a business owner here in town and they're saying that they see the murfreesboro police camera trailer at uh, several of the area stores what do they need to do to get it brought to their store so that camera is not actually one of our cameras uh home depot and some other businesses have started purchasing them themselves oh, okay. so those that you see at private businesses are most likely going to be privately owned so how do you where, where do you go to buy one of those i don't i, don't I my guess would be probably some of the vendors that sell to us would probably sell public it's it's just camera technology so there's nothing like uh, super secret about it so my guess would be to just uh, uh go online and search those portable type trailers and uh, there should be a, a a multitude of vendors that uh that have those i know that we have five of them currently and uh, uh we move them around quite a bit uh we we typically get a lot of good response uh, and typically we try to focus a lot of those resources in areas where we're seeing us uh, violent crime activities but there are times where we put them in other places as well but uh, 
they've really uh, been beneficial and it's something that long term uh, I'd mentioned before the uh, camera technology coming in line with the uh, LPR technology to feed into a real-time crime center hopefully that's something that come to that can uh, come to us in the near future we still have to present it for council we still have to get some uh, things in place before we do that and I say all that to say this that uh, long term in the same way that communities are able to uh, homeowners associations or or whatever group you may be involved with are able to buy LPR technology hopefully long term goal would be for people to be able to buy their own camera systems and if they wanted to do a MOU with us to where they can feed that that information to us we'd, we'd be uh, able to do that so that's the long term goal let's take a phone call good morning you're on WGNS how are you today Good Hello. morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Hey, I got a, qu- got a question for you. Um, is it possible, so driving around in the traffic lights, um, so you come to certain, inter- most intersections, you'll have green going through the light and you'll have a left turn lane that's often red. How difficult is it to change that sequence where, and then the oncoming traffic, there's no one coming. So the person sitting at the the red light to turn left is stuck sitting. Is it yeah, for flow of traffic? I guess I'm wondering: is it possible to change those to flashing yellow? Or I think you have uh, some yeah. of it that are I know, that way. I know they're doing some testing on that right now with some of the the smaller arteries, like up around Lytle Street and things like. The only one that I know in particular that is that way. Uh, and I'm like I said, it's I could be missing a few, but Thompson Lane and Old Fort uh, possibly, and then also the new intersection here where the bridge over Broad is, and and the reason for that is the sight distance and the amount of span that you would have to travel to make that turn and get out of the right of way. Um, it would be difficult to judge the oncoming traffic and the speed limit of that road, and it's to prevent crashes in that section. But most intersections, you might not have a. It may just be an unprotected turn with the green light without an arrow period um but the ones that are that way are, are that way designated because of, of safety concerns but if you can you know give us it's interesting go ahead it's interesting because even i just went over i'm on a medical center just went over i-24 toward the blackman area and on that even on that bridge there's two lanes that are filled with um with drivers stopped at a red light and before me there was for 300 yards or more maybe 500 yards there was no one in front of me and they're just sitting there and oftentimes even coming out of that area to get on i-24 um you know it's sitting and i know that that's a strange intersection anyway just because of the amount of traffic coming off of the interstate yeah and and part of that too is again you're right that's a that's a difficult intersection because of the short span between the two exit ramps on the bridge um and again if you're going there's a um, grade there as well like if traffic that's coming from fortress uh, boulevard approaching medical center you're coming kind of up a hill again it makes it difficult to judge that distance and uh, we we in the past i don't know how long you've been here but when that intersection was first uh, came online we had we had several accidents there um, and they've done some tweaking and changes but um all that said, you know, if it's something that looks like it needs another study, uh, please uh, feel free to reach out to Traffic and Engineering Department. We don't actually do anything with setting the lights. You know, they, they may consult with us, but as far as the design and, and the manipulation and the sequence of all that would go through their department. Well, 
we appreciate all you guys do, so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for calling. And on that note, we'll say thank you to Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen, Lieutenant Clayton Williams, and Public Information Officer Larry Flowers for joining us this morning. Hope all of you have a super rest of the day. Don't forget, Guns and Hoses this Saturday, is that right? MTCS, 3 o'clock. Okay, see you there.